0: slash uh, weight loss. Let me speak to Dr. Johnny Bloomfield. Uh, Johnny, we all feel better when we hear your wisdom of a morning. You're putting the spotlight on caffeine and why so many of us are, I suppose, hooked on it.
1: Uh, yeah, good morning, Frank. Um, thanks for having me on again. So, yeah, today's topic is is about getting a healthy habit around caffeine. And uh, caffeine's not to be quite confused as coffee. It's, we're going to uh, separate those two a little bit here. So um, we, uh, I want to encourage everyone to enjoy a cup of coffee. There's a lot of evidence-based health benefits from regularly drinking uh, coffee and tea. Um, but we, I, I also, um, this morning, want to urge a little caution around caffeine uh, in terms of the quantity of, of it that you take per day and the timing of it.
0: So far away, where so. do we get the caffeine from?
1: <laughs> uh, well, of course, mo- mo- most of our caffeine will-, will come from people drinking caffeinated coffee, but um, tea will also contain uh, smaller amounts of, of caffeine, and uh, we also can get it through um, like soft drinks and um, chocolate, but also those um Caffeine designed uh, hi, high caffeine energy drinks as well. We have to be very cautious of those um, but Yeah, we the caffeine works in us uh, it, It's obviously a stimulant that helps us boost our mood and our alertness um, And you know we get a we get a cognitive boost from consuming caffeine Which is just, which is generally a, a good thing if it's timed at the right if it's, it's delivered at the right time um, but each of us have different sensitivities uh, around our consumption of caffeine so that you can have a genetic test which tells you if you're a fast metabolizer or a slow metabolizer of it, but um, uh, depending on your um, habit of, of Consumption then you'll you'll know if you tolerate it. Well, or if it and um, sends you a little bit um, Jittery if you consume too much um, people with anxiety should, should Feel those jitters quite 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 enormously. So um, um, it's advised that people with anxiety should should not take caffeine uh, or, or very little amounts of it. Um, certainly, so um, we need to obviously take, be cautious about how much we take and how that makes us feel. Does it give us a boost or does it send us over the edge? And then how it operates in our body. It it works by um, not not necessarily boosting our energy, but actually blocking our tiredness or our sleepiness. So as we get about our day and um, as we expend energy, we, we uh, a waste product from that is called adenosine. It's a chemical that, that lands in the brain. And um, as adenosine clings to its adenosine receptors, that's what will make our brain and our, heavy, tar, heavy, uh, our head heavy and our, our, us feeling tired and sleepy. But what caffeine does is it latches on to those adenosine receptors and adenosine then has to, to sort of get in a queue and wait for the caffeine to remove itself from from those receptors now caffeine has a particularly long half life meaning that half the strength of the caffeine that you consume is still there six five, um, five to six hours later um so a quarter of its strength is still there 10 to 12 hours later so um again, depending on your sensitivity towards it, um, it can it can act as a blocker for uh, the, for us to, to get to sleep sometimes. You, you might find, you might see people or talk to people who quite comfortably take uh, an espresso with their dinner or like some coffee in the evening before bedtime and it not affect them getting over to sleep. There's lots of people that, uh, that, that that's that's true for, but there is a huge amount of evidence to suggest that it inhibits the quality of your slow wave sleep by nearly up to 30%. So, that slow wave sleep is what helps us to feel restored and refreshed when we wake up. And often, if people have a coffee at night or go to bed successfully, don't get deep enough for a quality of sleep, will wake up feeling groggy, tired, fatigued. And what's the first thing that they'll look to do? Whenever they have that feeling, yeah. You, you, more Don't caffeine. More caffeine. More caffeine. So then the other thing is about that timing. So if we start start our day at say eight a.m. with a shot of uh, a caffeinated coffee, six hours later it's two p.m. We're hitting our midday or our, our, our mid afternoon slump. So we're naturally going to be tired and fatigued at that point. We're also getting the 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 ending effects of the of the caffeine that we take at eight o'clock. So we'll feel doubly tired, and what we'll do at 2 o'clock is we'll reach for more caffeine to pull us out of that fatigue slump. So that's going to just queue up. Uh, those caffeine, um, that caffeines just going to latch onto those adenosine receptors and start the queue of adenosine. All your energy that you expend in the afternoon is just going to wait, wait, build up, and build up. And um, and that might mean that your sleep onset could be delayed or your depth of sleep could be compromised throughout, right. the, throughout the night. So.
0: Yeah, John, just 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 nice. on the on the other on the other side of it, uh, just briefly. The if, if you're studying for exams or you've a long journey and you're driving, is it a good idea okay. to take plenty of caffeine?
1: Okay, so um, again, just always always being safe, um, safety first, always when it comes to sleep and caffeine. There is a uh, so I've read about a term called a nappuccino, whereby you um, if you are on a long journey. And you have got sleepiness feelings, and you feel unsafe on the road. It is advised that you should pull over and uh, maybe a service station, or where, where where you can get uh, coffee. You take take a cup of coffee, and then take a fifteen minute nap, and then wake up from that nap. And the caffeine will kick in after that, and it should give you a, a bit of a bit more alertness for um for the, for the rest of the journey ahead. But um, I would caution. Anybody who feels sleepy behind the wheel, you know, to to be very uh, careful about their their, their journey ahead, um, making sure that uh, they stay safe on the road. For uh, of
0: course. And what what about the youngsters doing the exams? Is it is it, can you have too much caffeine when you're preparing for exams?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Well, think think about the the benefits of sleep is all about learning and memorizing and and um, emotional regulation so not only will it help uh so if you're doing late, late night cramming for exams not only will it hike hike up your anxiety and not be able to, to keep you in good self-control but it will also hinder your ability to memorize and learn so the it kind of goes completely against the theory of um cramming and robbing our sleep for, which is where the deep learning actually will will occur and caffeine is a strategy to kind of help you cram and stay up later is just making it doubly worse so um, yes not a great strategy
0: Okay uh, Johnny thank you thank you so think before you take your caffeine and uh, take it if you are taking it at the right time uh, Dr. Johnny Bloomfield from johnnybloomfield.com Even on a budget